Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kylie. Ben Alpert helping us out on the other side of the glass. If you weren't aware and you're tuning in on a Saturday for the first time in a while, well, first of all, welcome in. I'm Brandon Kylie. Like I said, we appreciate you tuning in on a Saturday morning. Coming up after me, it is Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. They will take you from noon until 3. At 3 o'clock, it is overtime with Jillian and Chris. They will take you up until 5 o'clock, which is when we begin pregame coverage with Cody Tapp right here on 610 Sports Radio. We're live and local basically all day today. 10 a.m. to like 10 p.m. We are live and local right here on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. You're not going to find Chiefs, Royals, K-State, Mizzou, KU. You're not going to find any of that kind of kind of conversation anywhere else all day on a Saturday other than right here on 610 Sports Radio. So keep it locked with us. We will keep you live and local each and every Saturday beginning at 10 o'clock. So if you'd like to get involved in the show, the Protein I'll see it with the purpose text line is 69306. You can always follow me on Twitter at BK Sports Talk. Matthew Caller of 1500 ESPN, I want to ask him what exactly it would take for the Chiefs to pry away one of the Vikings cornerbacks that's coming up in about 15 minutes. But right now, there's been a surprising amount of buzz about the Kansas City Chiefs draft picks this year. And not just draft picks, actually, I should I should clarify that statement, about the Kansas City Chiefs rookie class. Because I can't remember the last time we actually talked about undrafted free agents here in Kansas City, but they gave a receiver $100,000 in guaranteed money. Mark Fields, their cornerback that they got out of Clemson, who was an undrafted free agent, we were just told by Jim Nagy that he had his best coverage grade in the entire uh, southeastern area. So some of these guys are going to be legitimate contributors on the team next year. But really the players that are getting the most buzz for the Chiefs are the second-round pick, Juan Thornhill, a safety out of Virginia, third-round pick, Colin Saunders, the defensive tackle out of Western Illinois, and their seventh-round pick, the center, Nick Allegretti, out of Illinois. Let's go one by one here. So, Juan Thornhill, Lewis Riddick tweeted the other day that he's going to be the guy that we all say, looking back, quote, how did he get out of the first round? Okay, that sounds good. Jim Nagy told us earlier today he had teams around the league saying that he could have been a first-round pick, and then he said on Twitter recently he thought uh, Juan Thornhill is going to be the best center field safety that the Chiefs have had in a really long time. And then Lewis Riddick of ESPN went on get, get up the other day and said this. Remember these two names, Juan Thornhill and Tyron Matthew, as far as a safety tandem. You will see these guys picking off footballs all over the football field this year. I mean, that is legitimate buzz about your second-round pick right there in Juan Thornhill. People think he's going to be really good right away. But it didn't stop there. Coming out of rookie minicamp, there was a report. I'm reading this from Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney, our guy, at PG Sweeney on Twitter. 
he said that the Chiefs legitimately believe that Nick Allegretti, their seventh-round pick, could become a starting center for the team this year. The team thinks Mecole Hardman could be a legitimate starter in week one for them. They think Colin Saunders is going to be a great rotational player on pass rushing situations for them in week one. This is the kind of thing that Brett Veach needed this offseason. Because when you're looking forward, when you're projecting this team forward, and you're looking at, okay, how do you find a way to sustain what the Chiefs are right now? How do you find a way to sustain this level of competitiveness with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback when he makes $40 million? It's hitting on seventh-round picks like Nick Allegretti and becoming a legitimate starting center for the next four years while you're paying him $500,000 a year. It's hitting on guys like Juan Thornhill in the second round and paying him $2 million a year to be one of the better free safeties in the game. It's going out and getting undrafted free agents. One of the corners, one of the receivers, one of those guys needs to hit for them. And if they do, that's the way that you find pieces on your 53-man roster for really cheap that can help you and be part of the bottom of the roster so that way you can sustain the fact that you've got guys like Frank Clark making $20 million a year. You're going to have Patrick Mahomes making $40 million a year. Chris Jones is going to get paid here pretty soon. And when that all starts to happen, now you've got to have the bottom of the roster start to churn. I found a really interesting yesterday. Um, I was reading on SB Nation, and they took a look at the 2013 Seahawks. 2013 Seahawks was the team that beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl. And at the time, they had the best defense in the league and one of the best defenses I've ever seen in my life. Five years later, it is five years removed from that team. Ben, you know how many players are still left from the starting lineup of the 2013, so the 2014 Super Bowl, the 2013 Seahawks? How many starters do you think are still remaining on that team today? Oh, you tell me. Three. That's it? There are three starters remaining from the 2013-2014 Seahawks Super Bowl team. It's Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner, and K.J. Wright. That's it. And so when you look at the Chiefs today, and specifically, let's look at last year's roster, right? Last year, the Chiefs were really close to making a Super Bowl. I think that was basically their version of the 2013 Seahawks. That was their version of that. Five years from now, it's not going to be as many players still remaining on this team as we think. Patrick Mahomes is always going to be the constant, just as Tom Brady is in New England, just as Russell Wilson is in Seattle. But outside of that, this roster is going to churn, man. You can't keep all these guys for the money that they get. You don't want to keep these guys late into their careers the way that the Chiefs tried to do with Justin Houston and Tom Bahali and Derek Johnson. We've seen how that works. It goes south quickly. And so these picks, when I'm seeing all this buzz for guys like Juan Thornhill and Colin Saunders and Nick Allegretti and Mark Fields, an undrafted free agent corner out of Clemson, that's where Brett Veach has to start making his money. Because when you have this roster churning the way that it's going to have to, you've got to be able to hit on those lower-level free agents, those lower-level draft picks. That's where you get a lot of the bargain bin, a lot of the value that you're going to have on your roster moving forward. Speaking of the Chiefs rookie class, there was a new comparison for Mecole Hardman that made its way out this week. We've been talking a lot about the comparisons for Mecole Hardman over the last few weeks here on uh, the leadoff. We heard this from Kent Swanson. He said he's Ted Ginn Jr. I gave him a Ted Ginn comp. So maybe a guy that 
is uh, he's got some vertical ability. He's got some special teams value, but maybe never develops as a complete route runner. That's kind of my outlook for a guy like Hardman. Ted Ginn Jr., that's one option. Matt Miller gave us a few comps as well. Matt Miller of Bleacher Report. We nicknamed him Scoot because every time we watched his film, Melo and I'd be like, like, this dude's just scooting all over the field. Like, no, one can, no one can touch him. So I don't think he's Albert Wilson-like. I think it's more like Brandon Cooks. T.Y. Hilton, Tyreek Hill, players like that. All right, so Brandon Cooks, T.Y. Hilton, Tyreek Hill. That's the other comp for Cole Hardman. A little bit of buzz starting to build right here for a second-round pick, Cole Hardman. We got a new one this week, and I love comps, so we're going to talk about it. Therese Paler, in his article for Yahoo Sports, said, Cole Hardman seems like the longer player than Tyreek Hill, someone who projects more like a Deshaun Jackson or Tyler Lockett at receiver than Tyreek, his combination of acceleration and speed is peerless. Speaking of Tyreek Hill, his combination of acceleration and speed is peerless. So the new name here, because we've heard Deshaun Jackson before, specifically because of the uh, the obvious similarity with Andy Reid as the coach, the new name here is Tyler Lockett. Now let me give you a little insight into what Tyler Lockett did his rookie year with the Seattle Seahawks. Tyler Lockett in year one, by the way, he wasn't a huge pick for the Seattle Seahawks. He was also, I believe, a third-round pick, 69th overall third-round pick in the 2015 draft. So, 2015 season, here's what Tyler Lockett did. I wonder how many of you in the audience would sign up for this right now from Meikle Hardman. 50 receptions, 650 yards, 6 touchdowns. 50 receptions, 650 yards, Six touchdowns. That was the rookie year for Tyler Lockett. I looked up the speed comps. They're very similar in terms of Tyler Lockett versus Nicole Hardman. Now, the one thing that I will say as a disclaimer, Tyler Lockett, any K-State fan in our audience knows this, was hugely productive at K-State. Nicole Hardman, not hugely productive at Georgia. So maybe Tyler Lockett just came into the league more prepared, and maybe the long-term comp for Nicole Hardman is Tyler Lockett as opposed to the immediate. But if you're just telling me right now Meikle Hardman could turn into the career of Tyler Lockett, and I get to sign up for 650, 600, 550, and 950 yards over the first four years of his career. Sign me up today. I'm in. Sign me up. Write it down. Write it in stone. Write it in ink. I want that from Meikle Hardman. I'd sign up for that today. I understand that doesn't have the same upside as a guy like Brandon Cooks. That doesn't have the same upside as a guy like Tyreek Hill. I'd take it. I'd sign up for that today. And if you're getting that for the first four years at a rookie price, absolutely. Absolutely, that's what Chiefs fans should hope for. 650 yards, 50 receptions this year. Let me get that. Let, I will take that from me, Cole Hardman. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 